My name is Tim. I was a medic for probably, I don't know, 15 years, maybe a little bit more. Were there any big changes that you noticed over the 15 years that you were using? A couple big changes. I would say, well, the price on it would always get lower and lower. Made it more abundant. Also, a lot more people started doing it. A lot of people was doing just weed or doing coke or something like that. And then uh, next thing you know, they wasn't doing anything else but meth at all. In the late 90s and early 2000s, in some places, more people than ever before had access to the recipe for cooking methamphetamine. Some U.S. regions saw little to no meth production, and some regions saw a lot. Mom and pop method came into Missouri and it spread like wildfire. It created a lot of issues because you had uh, fires, explosions, you had different chemicals that were used and stolen that began to proliferate, if you will. As those home labs gained attention, methamphetamine got a reputation as the hillbilly's cocaine. Experts say that this was partly because you needed wide open spaces to carry out the smelly cooking process, and partly because its early supply chain involved explicitly racist outlaw biker gangs. The association with out-of-the-way places was always exaggerated, but it stuck. Methamphetamine plus opioids has completely transformed the way we think about rural America. It's transformed the way people living in rural America think about themselves. And it's transformed the way people throughout the United States think about where our biggest drug and crime problems are located. Today, though domestic labs are all but obsolete, meth is more common and more dangerous than ever before. Meth is still, it is still the drug of choice, I would say, uh, but we've gotten a lot more opiates now. And now they're mixing the fentanyl with the meth, so you're getting a double whammy. Most of the meth on the streets now is produced in Mexico and smuggled in through official ports of entry. From there, the drug is dispersed all over the nation. So meth is no longer a particularly rural problem, but we haven't updated our stories about it. I'm Olivia Weeks, a reporter for The Daily Yonder. This podcast series tracks meth's trajectory from a chemical moonshine to an endemic drug problem and sheds light on a crisis that remained quietly dominant in much of the rural US, even during the height of the prescription opioid epidemic. Why was the drug ever so explosive in small town America? Why has its supply chain changed so dramatically in recent years? And how is meth's unique rise to fame still affecting policy decisions about synthetic drugs? This series investigates these questions and showcases the voices of all kinds of people interacting with meth, including people who use it, addiction treatment providers, legal system officials, and public health experts. Their stories are urgent and misunderstood. <laughs>